I once was blind but now I see. Wakati mmoja nilikuwa kipofu lakini sasa naona. I once was lost but now I am found. Na wakati nilikuwa nimepotea lakini nimepatikana. It is not Jesus who was lost. I did not seek him. I did not find him. Sio Yesu alikuwa amepotea. Sikumtafuta na sikumpata. It is I who was lost. Ni mimi niliyepotea. And Jesus Christ came and he found me. Na Yesu alikuja akanipata. He gave me a new heart. Akaniwisha roho yangu. Took my heart of stone, gave me a heart of flesh. Akaondoa moyo wangu wa mawe akanipatia moyo wa nyama. Caused me to be born again. Akanisababisha nikazaliwa mara ya pili. So that I repent and believe the gospel. Ili niweze kutubu na kuamini injili. That is the song of every Christian and how i pray if it has not yet become your song that by god's grace it shall be na kwa neema ya mwenyezi mungu ije iwe tenzi ya yule yote ambaye anamwamini kupitia kwa nguvu na uwezo wa mwenyezi mungu please turn with me in your bibles to ephesians tuangalie kitabu cha waefeso katika maandiko ephesians chapter 5 waefeso sura ya 5 and we will again be reading from verse 7 to 16 this is the word of the lord therefore do not be partakers with them for you were formerly darkness but now you are light in the lord walk as children of light for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth trying to learn what is pleasing to the lord do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness but instead even expose them for it is disgraceful even to speak of the things which are done by them in secret but all things become visible when they are exposed by the light for everything that becomes visible is light for this reason it says awake sleeper and arise from the dead and Christ will shine on you therefore be careful how you walk not as unwise men but as wise making the most of your time because the days are evil sura ya 5 ya kitabu cha Efeso aya 7 hadi 16 basi msishirikiane nao kwa maana zamani ninyi mlikuwa giza bali sasa mmekuwa nuru katika Bwana enendeni kama watoto wa nuru kwa kuwa tunda la nuru ni katika wema wote na haki na kweli mkihakiki ni nini mpendezayo bwana wala msishirikiane na matendo yasiyozaa ya giza bali mnyakemee kwa kuwa yanayotendeka kwao kwa siri ni aibu hata kuyanena lakini yoyote yaliyokemewa kudhihirishwa na nuru maana kila kilichodhihirika ni nuru hivyo husema amka wewe usinziae ufufuke katika wafu na kristu atakuangaza basi angalieni sana jinsi mnavyoenenda si kama watu wasio na hekima bali kama watu wenye hekima mkiukomboa wakati kwa maana zamani hizi ni za uovu neno la Mungu amen amen let me pray for the word our heavenly father we come before you lord seeking your grace seeking your ministry of your holy spirit that might help us to understand your word the way you would have us to understand it father 
we come before you sinners in need of salvation. And you have sent salvation through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And so, God, we need your help. We need your help to help us believe. We need your help to save us. And we need your help to help us live our life the way you would have us to live it, in obedience to your word. And so, Lord, we simply ask you in all things that you would help us. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, we began this passage last week. And by God's grace, we will finish it this week. But before we get to the part where I left off, I want to remind us of just a few things. Uh, first of all, this, uh, this chapter or this book that we are reading from, from the Bible comes to us from a letter that the Apostle Paul wrote to the Christians in an area known as Ephesus. And Paul has encouraged Christians in several things through this letter. It is in this letter that we have been encouraged to walk in a manner which is worthy of our calling. If you are a Christian, your calling is in Christ. It is Christ who has called you through his gospel. And according to that gospel, you have been saved. But Paul is saying, uh, just simply saying that you believe that Jesus is Lord and Savior, it is not enough. But it is a matter of your heart. Do you truly believe with your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior? Because if you do, then it will show in the way that you live your life. He says, if you are a Christian, then walk in a manner which is worthy of that calling which you have in Christ Jesus. Furthermore, Paul says we should put off the old self and put on the new. The Christian life is not yet one of perfection. Uh, we still struggle with sin even though we are Christian. Mungu anajua kwamba katika miili zetu bado tunangangana na hali ya katika nafasi ya 
And that struggle will not be over until that day we go to be with the Lord. And so day after day we must put off the old self, that self, that flesh that desires for sin. Na Mungu anatuhimiza kwamba kila siku katika maisha yako kama wewe ni Mkristo utaachana na ile hali ya asili ya dhambi na utazidi kupenda njia zake ni mambo ya hatua baada ya hatua. And we must put on the new self that is who we are in Christ Jesus. We are righteous, na, no longer wicked. Ni lazima tuvishwe hali ya haki ambayo inatokana na Yesu Kristo kwa kuwa tunavuliwa ile hali ya ya ubovu ama ubaya kula katika hali ya utakaso. Then Paul says that we are to be imitators of God. God is righteous. God is just. God is perfect. And God loves others. Even his enemies. And so we are to imitate God in all that we know about him through his word the bible ni lazima tuige mfano wa Mwenyezi Mungu kwa yote ambayo tunafahamu juu yake katika maandiko matakatifu and then in our passage now in chapter 5 we are told that we are light in the lord na katika sura ya tano tunaambiwa kwamba sisi ni nuru ndani ya Mwenyezi Mungu and so last week we made three observations about what it is to be light in the lord na juma lilopita tuliangazia vipengee vitatu vile ambavyo yule ambaye anatembea katika nuru anastahili kuishi. And today we will add four more to that list. Na leo tutaongezea vipengee vinne. But just as a reminder in verse 7 last week uh, we said the first uh, the first way that we are to be children of light. Na jambo la kwanza tulipozungumzia tukiangalia aya ya saba kuonesha kwamba sisi ni watoto wa nuru is that we are to separate ourselves from those who are in darkness. Ya kwamba tusishirikiane na wale ambao wanaishi katika giza. Verse 7 said therefore do not be partakers with them. Katika aya ya saba tunaambiwa kwamba tusishirikiane na wale ambao wanatenda maovu. We are not to do what those living in darkness do. Tusiige mfano wa wale ambao wanatenda maovu. Then in verse 8 katika aya ya 8 So that light is the true nature of believers. We are light, we are not darkness. Wewe unakuwa nuru kwa sababu Mungu anaishi ndani yako na uwezi kuwa na giza. And then in verse 9, katika aya ya we read that light bears fruit. Naambiwa kwamba nuru huzaa matunda. If it is true that we belong to God. Kama kweli Mungu anakumiliki wewe. If it is true that we have forgiveness of our sins in the Lord Jesus Christ. Kama kweli tumepata msamaha wa dhambi zetu kutokana na kazi na matendo ya Yesu Kristo. If it is true that we are born again. Kama ni ukweli tumezaliwa mara ya pili. Then our lives will bear fruit that shows that is true. Kwa hivyo maisha yetu yatazaa matunda kulingana kuonesha kwamba sisi ni watoto wa nuru. Because our actions reveal what is in our heart. Kwa sababu matendo yetu huonesha wazi ufunua yaliyo moyoni mwetu. If we love God, 
more than anything kama tunampenda Mungu zaidi ya kila kitu chochote as the christian is to do bila ambavyo mkristo anastahili kufanya then the way that we live our lives will show that kwa hivyo njia ambazo unaelekeza katika maisha yako zitaonesha kwamba kweli we ni mkristo we will love god we will love others tutapenda Mungu na wenzetu and we will be very concerned about the remaining sin that is in our lives na tutakuwa ni watu ambao tunamakini kama tunakuwa makini na ile dhambi iliyosalia maishani mwetu and by god's grace we will continue to put off the old self and to put on the new which is in christ jesus na kwa neema ya mwenyezi Mungu tutazidi kuchukizwa na dhambi na kupenda njia za mwenyezi Mungu and now for today i want to begin in verse 10 leo tutaanzia aya ya 10 sura ya 5 ya kitabu cha Efeso. There it says trying to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. Naambiwa kwamba mkihakiki ni nini impendezayo Bwana. This is what those who are light do. Hiyo ndio kazi ya wale ambao ni nuru hutenda. They try to learn what it is that pleases the Lord. Huwa wanajaribu juu chini kujifunza yale ambayo yanampendeza Mungu. And God tells us it is not a mystery what pleases him na mungu anatuambia kwamba sio siri yale ambayo yanampendeza we have 66 books na vitabu 66 katika maandiko matakatifu combined all together in this one book the word of god that is the bible ni vitabu 66 zimewekwa pamoja katika kitabu moja ambacho kinaitwa biblia and it is here where god communicates to us that which is pleasing him. Mungu amehakikishia ametuhakikishia kwamba kupitia maandiko anatupata mawasiliano kati ya sisi na yeye yale ambayo yanampendeza yeye. Not only that but he has written his moral law on our hearts. Na zaidi ameandika sheria yake ya maadili moyoni mwetu. When we sin, kwa mfano tunapotenda dhambi, our conscience tells us that we have done wrong. Damira yetu tuelekeza kutuambia kwamba tumefanya vibaya au vizuri. That is because God has written his law on our hearts. Hiyo hali inawezekana kwa sababu damira yetu ina maadili ya Mwenyezi Mungu. And so we know what is right and what is wrong. Kwa hivyo sisi wote tunajua yale ambayo ni mazuri na mabaya. And God in his word has revealed his plan of redemption through his son. Na Mungu kupitia neno lake ametupatia mpango wake wa ukombozi kupitia mwanao wa pekee ambao ni Yesu Kristo. And he shows believers the way that we are to live our lives. Na anaonyesha wale ambao ni waumini jinsi ya kuishi maisha yao. So in this book in this Bible God tells us the way of salvation. Na katika kitabu hiki katika maandiko haya Mungu anatuambia njia ya wokovu. According to that moral law which is written on our hearts, we know that we are guilty, we know that we do wrong. Na kulingana na ile dhamira yetu na ile roho eh, nini maandiko ya maadili ama sheria ya maadili inatuambia kwamba tumefanya vibaya sisi ni watenda dhambi. But it is only in the Bible that God reveals his way of salvation lakini ni peke yake katika maandiko katika maandiko peke yake ni unapata njia ambayo Mungu anatuelekeza kupata uokovu wake Romans 1:16 the gospel is the power of god for the salvation of those who believe kitabu cha Warumi sura ya kwanza aya 16 tunaambiwa kwamba injili ndio njia peke yake na nguvu na uwezo kwa wote ambao wanaamini and then for those who do believe na kwa wale ambao wanaamini for those who are born again kwa wale ambao wamezaliwa mara ya pili now the bible gives them the way they are to live their lives. Wanapata ufahamu kupitia maandiko jinsi wanastahili kuishi. And the believer will try to learn. 
kwa hiyo yoyote ambaye ni muumini atajaribu juu chini atangangana ajifunze njia za Mwenyezi Mungu through the word of god and through the help of the holy spirit what is pleasing to god kupitia neno la Mwenyezi Mungu kupitia kazi ya Roho Mtakatifu atajifunza yale ambayo anampendeza Mwenyezi Mungu the believer will want to hear from god through his word na yule ambaye anaamini muumini kila wakati angependa kusikiza kutoka kwa Mwenyezi Mungu yale ambayo anampendeza first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 21 kitabu cha waraka wa kwanza wa Thessalonike sura ya 5 aya 21 says but examine everything carefully hold fast to that which is good jaribuni mambo yote lishikeni lililo jema we are to uh, examine everything in accordance to the word of god naambiwa kwamba lazima tuwe makini tutathmini yale yote ambayo yaliyomo maishani mwetu we are not as the the proverb said to lean on our own understanding bila ambavyo kitabu cha methali kinatuambia kwamba tusitegemee ufahamu na maarifa ya binadamu but rather in all our ways we are to acknowledge god lakini mungu anahimiza kwamba kwa njia zetu zote kwa mipango zetu zote lazima that means we are to live out our entire lives before god lazima tuishi maisha yetu ikiwa wazi mbele ya Mwenyezi Mungu realizing that god knows everything and god sees everything tukitambua kwamba wasifa wa Mungu ni kwamba anafahamu yote anajua yote the christian will live according to that understanding yule ambaye ni mkristo ataishi vile ambavyo Mungu anafahamu and will seek to know what is pleasing to god na angependa kutafuta yale ambayo yanampendeza Mwenyezi Mungu so that as they live their life before god ndio maana anapoishi maisha yake wazi mbele ya Mwenyezi Mungu by god's grace by god's help they will live in a way that is pleasing to god kwa neema ya Mwenyezi Mungu kwa msaada wa Mwenyezi Mungu ataweza kuishi vile ambavyo Mungu anataka we are to examine everything according to this word of god ni lazima tutathmini yote kulingana na neno la Mwenyezi Mungu this is why god has given us his word ndio maana Mungu ametupatia neno lake his word tells us how we are to be saved and his word tells us that Once we are saved this is how you live your life. Mungu ametuambia kupitia kwa neno lake jinsi ya kupata uokovu na vile ambavyo tunapata uokovu vile ambavyo tunastahili kuenenda katika maisha zetu. And so the Bible is for everyone. Kwa hivyo maandiko ni ya kila mtu. It is the most important book in all the earth. Ni kitabu cha muhimu sana hapa duniani. And it is the reason why more copies of the bible have been sold than any other book by far ndio kisa na maana maandiko matakatifu ndio yameuzwa zaidi kuliko vitabu vingine vilivyochapishwa it is of vital importance ni jambo amkitabu cha muhimu sana katika maisha ya binadamu it is this word of god by the help of the holy spirit that god uses in order to save men from their sins ni kupitia maandiko takatifu na neno lake ndio ambayo mungu anatumia kuletea wokovu kwa wale wote wako katika nafasi ya dhambi na wanataka kutubu and it is this word of god that god uses for those who have been saved to live their lives before god na hii ndio maandiko ambayo mungu hutumia kwa wale ambao wameokolewa ili waweze kuishi vile ambavyo inatarajiwa first john chapter 4 verse 1 yohana waraka wa kwanza sura ya 4 mstari wa kwanza beloved do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they are from god because many false prophets have gone out into the world 
Yohana wa kwanza sura nne mstari wa kwanza wapenzi msiamini kila roho bali zijaribuni hizo roho kwamba zimetokana na Mungu kwa sababu manabii wa uongo wengi wametokea duniani. We must test every spirit against this word of God. Ni lazima tujaribu kila roho na hii maandiko matakatifu. False teachers are not stupid. Walimu wa bandia wachungaji wa bandia sio wajinga. Satan is not stupid. He is of higher intelligence than man. He is of higher power than man. Kumbuka kwamba ibilisi shetani ana nguvu ana maarifa na uerevu kuliko binadamu wote. We will not see the schemes of the devil without the help of God through his word and through his spirit. Wezi jua mipango za shetani bila kupitia neno takatifu kwa sababu neno huweka wazi mipango ya shetani. This is why millions and millions of unbelievers follow false teachers. That is why men such as David O'Or can have such a large following and yet a faithful Bible preaching man of God will have often such a small church. Because only the believers of God will be satisfied under the preaching of a godly man. Kweli ni kwamba Mungu ni anatosheleza kwa hivyo wale ambao wanaamini waumini wa kweli wanatosheka chini ya mafundisho ya kweli. But the masses of unbelievers they will love to hear the teaching of the false preachers. Lakini umati wa watu wengi inafurahia kusikiza yale ambayo yanapendeza masikioni mwao kwa sababu mengi ni abandia. But we as Christians we have been commanded be careful test the spirits know your bible. Lakini sisi ambao ni waumini wa kweli maandiko yametuambia kwamba kujaribu zile roho kwa sababu njia pekee ya kuzijaribu ni kupitia maandiko matakatifu. Everything that you are told is the word of God, you better be able to find it in the Bible. Mtu yeyote anakuambia hili nimetoka kwa Biblia ni maandiko matakatifu lazima uthibitishe kupitia maandiko yenyewe. And everything which is taught even even David O'Hor, he has a Bible. Kwa mfano yule mchungaji nabii ambaye anaitwa Awori ambaye ana umaarufu sana ana Biblia and he will speak many things from this bible ana uwezo wa kunukuu mambo mengi kutoka kwa maandiko matakatifu and so you have to know your bible well enough to know what all of it says not just parts of it na kwa hivyo kama wewe ni mkristo wa kweli lazima uweze kujua maandiko yote inasema inazungumzia nini because the things that david or says they are found in the bible kwa sababu yale ambayo awori wananena inapatikana katika maandiko matakatifu But the problem that comes in what makes him a false teacher. Is that the way he explains what is there? Is not according to the entire word of God, all of the Bible. And so for instance, he will teach holiness and repentance. Kwa mfano atafunza jua utakatifu na kutubu. Holiness and repentance is in the Bible. Kumbuka kwamba utakatifu na hali ya kutubu inapatikana katika maandiko. The problem is the way he explains it is not in the Bible. Shida ni kwamba vile ambavyo anaeleza haipatikani katika maandiko. The way he explains it is uh, salvation before God is according to your own work. 
Yeye anasema ya kwamba uokovu inatokana na bidii zako ama matendo yako. Holiness and repentance is your own work and if you do it right, if you do it perfectly, then God will save you. Yeye anasema hali ya kutubu na kuwa mtakatifu inatokana na matendo yako mwenyewe na Mungu anaweza kusamea kwa bidii yako mwenyewe. That is not what the Bible teaches. Lakini maandiko haituambii vile. The Bible teaches there is only one who lived the holy righteous life perfectly. Na maandiko yanatuambia kwamba kuna mmoja aliyeishi maisha ya kikamilifu ya kweli na yenye haki. And that is the Lord Jesus Christ. Aliye bwana wetu Yesu Kristo. And you are not saved according to your own ability to be holy and righteous. Na kwa hivyo wewe binadamu huwezi kupata uokovu utakatifu ama hali ya kutubu dhambi kwa bidii yako mwenyewe. But rather you are saved by faith the same way Abraham was saved by faith. Lakini sisi wote tunapata uokovu kupitia kwa imani ndani ya Yesu Kristo. And according to that faith you are now counted as righteous. Na kulingana na imani ya Yesu Kristo na matendo yake unahesabiwa kuwa mtoto wa Mwenyezi Mungu. Even though you are not righteous you are treated by God as if you are righteous because of what Christ has done not what you have done na wewe unahesabiwa mwenye haki kwa sababu unavishwa haki ya Yesu Kristo kupitia matendo yake na jina lake mwenyewe kama mtoto wa Mwenyezi Mungu and because you are a christian now now you will want to know what pleases god and more and more in your life you will walk in a way in a manner that is worthy of the calling that you have in Christ Jesus. Na kwa hivyo Mungu kwa sababu amesababisha ukazaliwa mara ya Kristo ukakuwa mara mara ya pili ukakuwa Mkristo ukakuwa muumini sasa unapenda kutembea katika njia na mienendo ambayo Mungu alituita kulingana na wito wake unakuwa dhawabu kwa sababu ya zawadi ya msalaba. The, the dangerous thing about false teachers like David Awar. Jambo la hatari kuhusu watu wa bandia kama yule ambaye ni Awari is that they say things which are very close to truth wanasema mambo mengi ambayo yanafanana na ukweli ambayo inapatikana katika maandiko and they will use a lot of the scriptures to try and support their position na pia wana uwezo wa kutumia maandiko mengi kama ushuhudi ya kuonesha yale ambao wanazungumzia and so if you do not know your bible very well you might think that what men like david owar are teaching is the right thing maana kama utumii maandiko kama kipimo ya kujaribu hali ambayo roho zingine zinakuambia utasema ama utadhania kwamba yale ambayo wananena ni ya kweli but if you are a christian you will want to learn through the scriptures by the help of the holy spirit what is pleasing to the lord lakini kama Mungu amekusababisha ukazaliwa mara ya pili ukakuwa Mkristo ungependa mara nyingi kujua yale ambayo yanampendeza Mungu na kuenenda katika njia ambazo ni zake Our second point for today the fifth point in this passage jambo la pili asiki ya leo na jambo la tano kulingana na fungu la ambayo tunasoma comes from verse 11 and 12 inatoka katika aya ya 11 na 12 says do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness but instead even expose them for it is disgraceful even to speak of the things which are done by them in secret Nasema hivi aya ya 11 wala msishirikiane na matendo yasiyozaa ya giza bali miyakemee kwa kuwa yanayotendeka kwao kwa siri ni aibu hata kuyanena And so light exposes darkness Nuru huangazia inaeneka wazi giza Believers are not to have fellowship with 
the unfruitful works of darkness we are not to take part in them maandiko yanatuambia kwamba wale ambao ni wenye nuru hawafai kushirikiana na wale ambao nazaa matunda ya giza kwa sababu Mungu ameshakuchagua Mungu ashakubadilisha those works of darkness zile kazi za giza they are the works that lead to death ambazo ni njia ambazo zinakuelekeza katika nafasi ya kuangamia And again we are to walk in a manner worthy of the calling that we have in Christ Jesus how could we participate in those works of darkness na zaidi maandiko yanatuambia tena ya kwamba tutembee katika njia na mienendo ambaye inastahili dhawabu ambayo ni roho mtakatifu ama msalaba kwa hivyo kwa nini tuchague njia ambayo ni ya giza those works of darkness are the works of the flesh and not of the spirit hizo matunda za giza ambazo zinagiza uzaa inatokana na hali ya mwili na tamaza mwili and we are commanded in the word to walk according to the spirit and not according to the flesh na maandiko yametuamrisha kwamba tutembee katika nafasi ya kiroho lakini sio katika nafasi ya mwili galatians 5:19 to 21 wa galatia sura ya 5 sura ya 5 aya 19 hadi 21 all gives us a long list of these works of darkness according to the flesh mtume Paulo anatupatia orodha kubwa sana ya, ya hali ya kutenda mabaya magiza. These are not all of them but it is a very good list. Ni sehemu tu kiasi sio yote. He says now the deeds of the flesh are evident which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing and things like these of which I forewarn you just as I have forewarned you that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Basi matendo ya mwili ni dhahiri ndio haya, uasherati, uchafu, fisadi, ibada ya sanamu, uchawi, uadui, ugomvi, wivu, hasira, fitina, faraka na uzushi, usuda, ulevi, ulafi na mambo yanayofanana na hayo. Katika hayo nawaambia nawaambia mapema kama nilivyokwisha kuambia ya kwamba watu watendao mambo ya jinsi hiyo hawataurithi hawata ufalme wa Mungu. The believer is not to participate in the works of darkness. Tunaambiwa kwamba msishirikiane na, na njia ama mienendo za giza. These are the things that lead to death. Hizi ndio njia ambazo zinakuelekeza mautini. These are the things that those who are separated from God and children of wrath, it is the things that they do. Hii ni hali ambayo ni watoto ambao wanaasi Mwenyezi Mungu, watoto ambao wako chini ya ghadhabu ya Mwenyezi Mungu ndio wanaelekea katika njia ambazo ni za giza. But the Christian must live their life in a different way. Lakini Mungu anasema kwamba Mkristo wa kweli anafaa kuishi kwa njia tofauti. Exposing the works of darkness and not participating in them. Akiweka uwazi njia za giza na zaidi asishirikiane katika nafasi ya giza. The Christian should live their life in such a way that the things of darkness are so contrary to the way that they live it is obvious that they are a child of the light kwamba yule ambaye anaelekezwa na anaishi katika kiroho lazima atembee katika njia duniani hapa akipendezwa na njia za Mungu na kichukizwa na hali ya dhambi Luke 17:3 kitabu cha Luka sura ya 17 aya ya 3 Be on your guard if your brother sins rebuke him and if he repents forgive him Naambiwa kwa majilindeni kama ndugu yako akikukosa akikosa muone akitubu msamee. And 2 Corinthians 6:14. Baraka wa pili wa Korinto sura ya 10 ya sura ya 6 aya ya 14. Do not be bound together with unbelievers for what 
partnership have righteousness and lawlessness or what fellowship has light with darkness msifungiwe nira pamoja na wasioamini kwa jinsi isivyo sawasawa kwa maana pana urafiki gani kati ya haki na uasi tena pana shirika gani kati ya nuru na giza sin is very serious people kumbuka kwamba dhambi ni hali hatari sana we must not take it lightly kwa hivyo usichukulie kama mzaha we must not have the attitude that oh i don't need to worry now because i am a christian i'm going to heaven usikuwe na ile tabia ya kusema kwamba hata kama natenda dhambi kwa kuwa mimi ni mkristo nitaelekea mbinguni and so if i want to go and get drunk it is not a problem because i'm going to heaven kwa hivyo wakati napotamani kufanya jambo kama kunywa pombe ama uasherati wacha nifanye tu hivyo kwa sababu mwishowe nitaenda mbinguni or if i want to have a relationship with someone who is not my wife or not my husband then that is no problem because i am going to heaven ama nikitafuta marafiki ama nikifanya kuzini hakuna shida kwa sababu mwishowe nitaenda mbinguni no sin is very serious to god kumbuka kwamba mungu ametuamrisha ametuambia kwamba dhambi ni jambo mbaya sana and for a person to have a very light attitude towards sin only reveals that their heart is not with god na kwa yoyote ambao katika hali ya kutenda dhambi hachukizi na hiyo hali wanafurahia hiyo hali inaonesha moyoni mwake yes you are mungu and listen sin outside the church is to be expected kumbuka kwamba ukiwa nje ya kanisa lazima dhambi itatendeka those people who do not claim any allegiance with christ we should not expect them to live their life any way other than darkness kumbuka kwamba wote ambao anasema kwamba hana uhusiano na Yesu Kristo kumbuka ukweli ni kwamba lazima ataishi maisha ya giza and we would be wise not to have close fellowship with such people. Ungekuwa mtu wa busara ama hekima usipokuwa na ukikataa kuwa na ushirikiano nao. But rather we should plead with them. Lazima tuende tuwalilie. We should show them in the scriptures that they are on the path of destruction. Tutumie maandiko kuambia kwamba wamechukua njia ambayo inaelekea katika nafasi ya kuangamiza. That they are born a child of wrath. Ya kwamba wamezaliwa watoto wa ghadhabu. But God in his love for the world has provided a savior by faith the Lord Jesus Christ. Lakini Mungu kwa upendo wake ametupatia mwokozi ambaye ni Yesu Kristo ndani ya imani ambaye inatokana na yeye. That is what we should do with those who are outside the church living in darkness. Na hiyo ndio hali maandiko inatuambia inatuelekeza kwamba tuoneshe neno la Mwenyezi Mungu ili liweze kuwapatia wokovu. We should not just simply tell them stop living in darkness. Uh, they need the gospel. Sio kwamba kunena tu kwa maneno, zaidi wanahitaji injili. They live in darkness because they are darkness. Wanaishi katika giza kwa sababu asili yao ni giza. You can't just tell a drunkard you stop drinking. Wewe uwezienda kuambia mlevi waacha kunywa pombe. And all your problems will go away. Ya kwamba akiacha kunywa pombe shida zake zote zitaisha. That is not the case. Sio hiyo hiyo sio hali. His problems will not simply go away if he stops drinking. Sio kwamba shida zake wakati atakapoacha kunywa pombe zitaisha. But rather the fact that he is a drunkard reveals that his heart is not with God. He is not a Christian. Tabia yake ya kupenda uraibu wa kunywa pombe inaonesha wazi ya kwamba yeye sio mkristo. And so he needs something much more than simply stopping drinking. Na kwa hivyo yeye anahitaji kitu kikubwa ili kutosheleza kiu yake. He needs to repent and believe the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeye anahitaji kutubu na kuamini injili ya Yesu Kristo. Now how will he ever do that if he never hears the gospel? Yeye ataweza kufanya hivyo bila kusikiza maandiko. 
Because even though you are a Christian and you are his neighbor, you never once share with him the gospel. Kweli ni kwamba sisi ni majirani wetu ni mandugu zetu lakini hakuna siku tumeshirikiana na yeye katika neno takatifu. What are you waiting for? Are you hoping that in his drunken stupor he will accidentally come to church here and hear the gospel? Je, unaongojea nini? Unasubiri nini? Unadhania kwamba kuna siku moja atakuwa mlevi na atajipata amefika kwako na atasikiza injili? No, each and every one of you, if it is true you are a Christian, you should also have that heart for sharing Christ with those who are living in darkness around you. Kama kweli wewe ni Mkristo vile ambavyo Kristo alikutendea katika maisha yako, wewe pia aenda ukatembelee wenzako na kwa ile kwa ile hali ya ukarimu uweze kumtendea mwenzako vile Mungu alikutendea. They don't need you to tell them to stop drinking. Sio wewe unaofaa kuambia kwamba waache kunywa pombe. They need you to tell them about Jesus Christ. Hao wanahitaji kusikiza juu ya Yesu Kristo. But we who claim to be children of light. Lakini sisi ambao tunasema kwamba ni watoto wa nuru, it is we who we are to hold accountable for living as a child of light. Sisi ambao tunahesabiwa kwamba ni watoto wa nuru, lazima tuchukue ile hesabu ya kuonesha kweli tunatembea katika njia na mienendo za Mwenyezi Mungu. It is we who profess to be in Christ Jesus. We profess to be believers sisi tunatangaza kwamba tunamwamini Yesu Kristo tunamtangazia kwamba sisi ni waumini and so it is we who if we sin we are to be rebuked na ndio maana sisi tunapofanya makosa tunapotenda dhambi tunapokiuka Mwenyezi Mungu tunastahili kukemewa again Luke 17:3 be on your guard if your brother's your brother sins rebuke him and if he repents forgive him Yohana Luka 17 aya 3 inatuambia kwamba jilindeni kama ndugu yako akikosa mkemee na umuonye na akitubu msamee It is your brother that is uh, you are a Christian and your brother or your sister is someone who also professes to be a Christian Na kwa hivyo wewe ni Mkristo ndugu yako dada yako ameenda kinyume amejikwa ameteleza mkemee umuonye na kitaomba msamaa If they sin, it is they whom you are to rebuke, and if they repent, they are forgiven. Kumbuka kwamba wewe ndio unafaa kumkemea na anapotubu unamsamea. So let's take example this issue of homosexuality. Tuchukue ile hali ya kuwa na urafiki wa jinsia moja. As much as we may not want to talk about it, it is being spoken of very much throughout the world. Hata kama sasa tutaki kuzungumzia sana lakini ulimwenguni kote wanazungumzia hili jambo. This issue of homosexuality and uh, genders, you know, uh, whether you know it or not, much of the world is saying there is not only male and female but there are many genders vile ambavyo maandiko yanazungumzia uhusiano wa jinsia moja na zaidi pia kwa wanasema kwamba kuna zaidi ya jinsia moja kwa sababu kwa dunia vile ambavyo tunafahamu ni kwamba Mungu alitengeneza aliumba mume na mke and so there are a lot of confusing and bad things which are being said about human sexuality kuna mambo mengi ambayo yanazungumziwa ambayo sio mazuri kuhusu jinsia ya binadamu. Well for those outside the church, they have no moral guide in which to tell them that those things are wrong. Na wale ambao hawakiri neno la Mwenyezi Mungu, hakuna jambo la maadili ambayo linafaa kuelekeza kujua kwamba yale ambao wanasema ni ya uongo ama ni mabaya. They just 
go about living according to their hearts, and yet their hearts are wicked. And so the things that they do and the things that they say, they are wicked. Mambo mengi katika maisha yao inaelekezwa na hisia zao. Kwa hivyo yale ambao wanatenda, wanafanya vile ambavyo wanafurahia wenyewe sio kulingana maadili ambayo inatoka kwa Mwenyezi Mungu. But you also have some religious people. Na zaidi lakini pia kuna wale ambao ni watu wa dini who say that the Bible says homosexuality is wrong and so it is wrong. Na wale ambao wanasema kwamba maandiko inasema ukweli ile uraibu ama urafiki wa jinsia moja imekataliwa na ni mbaya. And they work very hard against the homosexual agenda. Na wanafanya bidii juu na chini kwenda kupinga ile hali ya kusema kwamba ni vizuri kukuwa na uhusiano wa jinsia moja. But what good is that if they die and go to hell? Je, itawasaidia vipi kama watakufa na waelekee kuzimu? So you see just simply saying that the Bible is right, no one should be a homosexual, that is not enough. Ile hali ya kusema kwamba maandiko inasema hali ya kuwa na urafiki wa jinsia moja sio vizuri haitoshi. Religious people will take things from the Bible and they will be very serious about them thinking that being religious is going to save them. Wale ambao ni watu wa dini ambao wana itikadi kali kuhusu dini watatumia maandiko kama matakatifu kuweza kusema kwamba mambo mengi ambayo yapatikani katika maandiko si ya kweli na sio nzuri lakini haitoshi. It is that kind of mentality that the the false prophet David Awar teaches hiyo ndio hali ya mfano wa watu ambao wanafundisha hali ya bandia ya maandiko matakatifu ambayo wanaelekezwa nayo he will take some things from the bible and say there you have to do this and if you do it you will go to heaven if you do not do it you will not go to heaven atachukua sehemu fulani fulani katika maandiko matakatifu ambayo atakwambia wewe na utakubali nayo na maana yao atakwambia kwa mfano kinywa pombe utaelekea kuzimu na hata inaelekea kufafanua zaidi that is not what the bible says lakini sio vile maandiko inaelekeza in fact the bible says none of us can follow the law maandiko imesema wazi ya kwamba hakuna kati yetu anambaye anaweza kufuata sheria kikamilifu because to break one part of the law is to be guilty of it all kwa sababu Mungu amesema kwamba ukivunja sehemu moja ya sheria umevunja sheria yote and none of us are perfect na kwamba sisi wote hatujakamilika none of us can 100% day after day after day without failing keep this law of god hakuna kati yetu kwa siku ambazo tuko nazo hapa ulimwenguni asilimia moja neza ishi kikamilifu vile ambavyo Mungu angependwa. Even Adam though he was created holy and upright. Hata yule ambaye alikuwa mzazi wetu wa kwanza Adam ambaye alikuwa amenyooka na anampendeza Mwenyezi Mungu. Adam was created without sin. Yeye aliumbwa bila dhambi and yet he sinned. Lakini zaidi aliweza kutenda dhambi. So what makes us think? What makes David Awar think? Na je, ni tofauti gani ambayo inaleta kati yetu na Adam na yule ambaye ni Awori? That though we were born in iniquity like the Bible says. Ya kwamba vile ambavyo tulizaliwa katika nafasi ya dhambi. That though we are all born children of wrath as the Bible says. Ya kwamba sisi wote tumezaliwa watoto wa ghadhabu. That though we are all born enemies of God, we are affected by sin as the bible says ya kwamba sisi wote tumezaliwa na asili ya dhambi sisi tunamwasi Mungu tunamkiuka Mwenyezi Mungu what makes a man like david or think that uh, even though adam chose to sin and he was created without sin that we who are born in sin are going to choose perfectly not to sin 
Nini namfanya yule ambaye ni awori kudhania kwamba yeye anaweza mpendeza Mwenyezi Mungu na yule ambaye alikuwa mzazi wetu wa kwanza ambaye ni Adam aliumbwa katika nafsi na katika hali ambayo inampendeza Mungu bila dhambi. It is utter nonsense and the Bible says if you say you have no sin then you are a liar. Kumbuka kwamba haya yote ni upuzi na maandiko yenyewe nasema ushuhuda wa Mwenyezi Mungu nasema kwamba ukisema kwamba umezaliwa bila dhambi wewe ni muongo. And of course lying is a sin. Na dhambi ile hali ya kudanganya ni dhambi. We are all stuck. Sisi wote tumekwama. If we are trying to follow the Bible as a way to earn our way to heaven we are stuck we cannot do it kumbuka kwamba kama tunatumia maandiko yenyewe kama njia ya kwenda mbinguni jua kwamba sisi wote tumekwama no one can go to heaven by keeping the law because we are all sinners hakuna kati yetu ambaye anaweza elekea mbinguni kwa kuweka sheria kwa sababu sisi wote tumefungukiwa na utukufu none of us can keep all of god's law hakuna kati yetu ambaye anaweza shika sheria za Mwenyezi Mungu kikamilifu It is James 2:10 that says for whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles in one point he has become guilty of all. Yakobo sura ya pili aya ya 10 inasema hivi maana mtu awaye yote atakayeshika atakayeshika sheria yote ila akajikua katika neno moja amekosa juu ya yote. So a follower of David Awar. Kwa mfano yule mfuasi wa yule nabii Awar. Or a follower of Muhammad. Ama yule ambaye ni nabii Muhammad. Or a follower of Joseph Smith ama yule ambaye Yohana Smith or a follower or a follower of any of the other false prophets who have been throughout the history of the church wafuasi wote wa wale ambao wachungaji wa bandia wamekuwa katika historia ya kanisa if you ask them they will all say basically the same thing wote watanena jambo moja tu that as long as they do enough of following the law of god they just hope that god will show mercy to them and allow them into heaven. Ya kwamba wanaamini ya kwamba wakifanya mambo yote matendo yao kulingana na bidii na juhudi yao wanapata matumaini ya kwamba wanaweza kupata nafasi ya kwenda mbinguni. Because they all know they do not follow the, the law of God perfectly. Kwa sababu wanafahamu kati yao wote hakuna ambaye anafuata sheria ya Mungu kikamilifu. But they have a serious problem. Lakini wana shida kubwa sana. God says whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles in one point he has become guilty of all Mungu anasema kwamba mtu yeyote ambaye anasema kwamba ameshika sheria yake kikamilifu akijikua kwa sheria moja amevunja yote Everyone needs Jesus kila mmoja wetu anahitaji Kristo That is our only hope Huyo ndio tumaini yetu peke yake Jesus is the way the truth and the life Yesu Kristo ndio njia ukweli na uzima And no one will go to the Father but by him Hakuna yeyote atenda kwa baba ila kupitia kwake. You will not go to heaven because David Awar says. Wezienda mbinguni kwa sababu binadamu kama Awari amesema. You will not go to heaven because you follow uh, the God of Islam. Wezienda mbinguni kwa sababu unaabudu ule miungu wa Waislamu. You will not go to heaven because the priest has blessed you. Wezienda mbinguni kwa sababu kuhani amekubariki. You will not go to heaven because you went to a revival and when the pastor said do you want jesus you raised your hand wezienda mbinguni kwa sababu yeye ndiye katika nafasi ya binadamu ya kusema kwamba wanauisha roho na akakuguza na inaweza kupatia mfano wa kwenda mbinguni you will only go to heaven the way anyone else has gone to heaven njia pekee ya kwenda mbinguni ni kupitia kwa yesu kristo pekee yake that is by faith 
in the Lord Jesus Christ. Na hiyo ni kwa na imani ndani ya Bwana wetu Yesu Kristo. That he is who he says he is. Ya kwamba yeye ni yule ambaye ananena juu yake. He is the son of God, the second person of the Trinity of God. He is truly God and truly man. Yeye ni katika nafsi ya utatu ya utatu utakatifu wa pili ambaye ni mwana wa Mungu ambaye anaturehemu sisi kupitia kwa kazi yake kufa msalabani. And it is he who lived his life perfectly under the law. Na ni yeye pekee yake aliyeishi 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 kikamilifu chini ya sheria. Only Jesus has done so. Yesu pekee yake ambaye ameweza and then he went to the cross to bear the penalty of all the sins of all those who have faith in him na kisha akaenda msalabani ili achukue dhambi za wale wote ambao ni waumini wanamwamini yeye he who knew no sin became sin on our behalf so that we might have the righteousness of god in him yule asiyejua dhambi alifanyika dhambi ili sisi tuweze kuvishwa haki na kumfahamu Mwenyezi Mungu And then there are those in the church who say they believe Jesus is their savior. Na kuna wale ambao wako kanisani wanasema kwamba wanaamini kwamba Yesu ni mwokozi wao. If they say they are homosexual or they say that homosexuality is not a sin, wakisema kwamba wanafurahia jinsia moja ama wanafurahia hiyo kitendo cha jinsia moja, then they must be rebuked. Kumbuka kwamba lazima wakemewe. The same way that any Christian living a life of any of those things Paul Uh, uh, mentioned in Galatians chapter 5 if any christian is living a life that way they must be rebuked na kwa hivyo vile ambavyo imeandikwa katika kitabu cha Wagalatia sura ya 10 hadi 20 haya sura ya 5 haya 19 hadi 21 ile hali zozote ambazo mtume paulo amenena kama mkristo wa kweli anaishi katika hiyo hali lazima akemewe and if they repent they show that they are a child of God that they are forgiven of God and they desire as a child of light to live a life that is pleasing to God na kama wakionyo akikemewa anaweze kutubu na wapate msamaha inaonesha kwamba hawa ni watoto wa Mungu na wanatembea katika nuru na kwa hivyo wanastahili kuwepewa nafasi katika ufalme wa Mungu and if they do not repent they are to be put under church discipline na kwa hivyo kama hawezi kutubu wawekwe chini ya nidhamu ya kanisa and the bible explains how we as a church are to place someone under discipline na maandiko yenyewe yanatuelekeza jinsi unafaa kuweka mtu chini ya nidhamu ya kanisa all right the sixth point verse 13 kipengee cha sita inapatikana katika aya ya 13 it says but all things become visible when they are exposed by the light for everything that becomes visible is light lakini yote yaliyokemewa hudhihirishwa na nuru maana kila kilichodhihirika ni nuru light reveals everything that it touches kumbuka kwamba nuru huwa inaweka wazi kila kitu ambacho kinaangaziwa the way to reprove sinners is to shed light on their deeds njia ya kurekebisha wale ambao wanatenda maovu ni kuweka wazi na kuweka kuangazia yale ambao wanatenda and this is by uh, this is done by knowing and living true religion hiyo ndio njia pekee ni kuweza kujua na kufahamu dini ya kweli when the believers of god live as they ought to live wale ambao ni waumini wanapoishi vile ambavyo Mungu anataka waishi more and more the deeds of darkness are exposed by the light in which they live kwa sababu Mungu ni nuru hali yao ya kutenda dhambi asili yao inazidi kuwekwa wazi na unachukizwa na dhambi zao when you're walking on the road on a very dark night there's no lights around 
Kwa mfano unatembea pale barabarani na kuna giza totoro. And then all of a sudden a car comes around the corner with their bright lights on. Na kwa ghafla unapata kwamba gari inajitokeza na inaangazia mwanga sana. There's no question. Uh, it, it's there's no way that you're sitting there thinking, hmm, I think I see something up there. I wonder if it is a person walking or if it is an animal. No, the the contrast between the darkness and the headlights of the car is so great. Uh, you know exactly what it is. Kweli ni kwamba gari litapokujitokeza na zile ile mwanga wa gari unamulika barabara. Utaona kwamba kila kitu kiko wazi, utajua kama ule ni mti ama ule ni binadamu ama yule ni mnyama. And in the same way there is such a stark contrast between the darkness of of the deeds of wickedness and sin. Na kwa hivyo pia kuna tofauti kubwa sana vile tunavyosema ya kwamba kama unatembea katika njia za Mwenyezi Mungu inaekwa wazi moyoni mwako na kupitia kwa matendo yako itaonesha wazi unatembea katika njia za Mungu ama za shetani. When compared to the light of the beauty of virtue. Na ukiangazia ile nuru ambayo inatokana na ile hali ya kupendeza na ya hali ya maadili ya Mwenyezi Mungu. And it is this contrast which reveals the vileness the wickedness of sin na kwamba kuna ile tofauti kubwa sana ambayo inaonyesha kwamba dhambi ni hali mbaya sana na ile nzuri ya kuwa utakatifu and convicts the sinner na kwa hivyo katika ile hali ya kujua hali ya dhambi yako ni mbaya sana inakushurutisha na kukuhukumu katika dhambi if you are a believer this is what happened with you kama kweli we ni muumini Mungu anapotenda ndani yako unachukizwa na dhambi sana as an unbeliever you lived your wicked life and you really felt like nothing was wrong kwa mfano ulipoishi kama mtu ambaye siamini Mwenyezi Mungu uliishi maisha ukijua kwamba hakuna shida yoyote but when god took your heart of stone and gave you a heart of flesh lakini Mungu aliposababisha akakupatia roho ya nyama akaondoa wamawe and open your eyes to see the truth of the scriptures na akawasiliana na wewe ukajua ukweli wa maandiko matakatifu now you see the difference between light and darkness na sasa kwa sababu ulikuwa kipofu amekupatia hali ya kuweza kuona unajua tofauti kati ya nuru na giza you were convicted that you were a sinner you knew that you needed a savior uliohukumiwa na ukajua kwamba unahitaji mwokozi and you turned from your sins and you turned to god na ukaugeukia dhambi zako ukamgeukia mwenyezi Mungu unajua kwamba unamhitaji yeye for forgiveness ili akupatie msamaha kwa sababu msamaha inatoka kwake and he has forgiven your sins na Mungu ni mkarimu amekusamea dhambi zako. Not only the sins you have committed in the past but any sins you will commit in the future. Na kwa sababu Mungu anakupenda, asiye kwamba anakusamea dhambi ambayo umetenda sahi, hata zile za siku za usoni. Now you turn to his word desiring to know that which pleases him and more and more you live your life in a way that does please him. Na kwa kupitia kwa neno lake unazidi kujua zaidi zaidi vile ambavyo unahesabu unastahili kuishi ili kumpendeza yeye. It is that contrast of darkness and light which convicts the sinner. Nile hali ya kujua tofauti kubwa iliyoko kati ya mjua ambaye anakaa kwa giza na nuru ambaye ina hukumu na tena dhambi. And you may say what what can I do to honor God my creator in this world? Kwa hivyo kwa mfano naweza jiuliza naweza fanya nini kumpatia Mungu heshima kuu katika ulimwengu huu? You may say what what can I possibly do? I am no one. 
Je, naweza fanya nini na mimi sio kitu chochote mbele ya Mungu? I'm just a poor farmer living in a poor county in Kenya. Kwa mfano mimi ni mkulima nisio na chochote naishi katika sehemu moja jimbo moja katika Kenya. What can I possibly do to live a life shining a light for the glory of God? What can I do? Je, nitafanya nini katika maisha yangu niweze kuishi katika nuru ya kuangazia katika matendo ya Mwenyezi Mungu? You can live a life pleasing to God. That is what you can Kumbuka kwamba ndani ya Mwenyezi Mungu yote inawezekana. You can live a life of light. Unaweza ishi katika maisha ya nuru. Which exposes darkness and brings glory to God. Ambaye inaweka wazi giza na inaleta utukufu kwa Mungu. That is what you can do. Hiyo ndio hali ambayo unaweza fanya. Whether you do that before six people who are your neighbors? Kama unaweza fanya hivyo mbele ya watu sita ambao wanaishi majirani wako? Or you do that before six million people who are watching your messages on youtube ama kwa mfano ufanyie watu kama milioni sita ambao wanakuona katika mtandao wa youtube either way christians are to be doing the same thing lakini kwa njia zote mtu wa kweli anafaa kutenda katika mfano wa kutii Mwenyezi Mungu living a life pleasing to god kuishi maisha ambayo yanampendeza Mwenyezi Mungu and god will take care of the rest na Mungu anakuambia kwamba ukimtafuta yeye atakutendea mengine whether he would use you to save your neighbor or he would use you to save hundreds or thousands that is up to god kama mungu atakutumia wewe kuokoa jirani yako ama maelfu ya watu wengine hiyo ni kazi ya mwenyezi mungu peke yake but if you are a christian your duty is to know what pleases god and to live your life in a way that pleases him lakini kama kweli wewe ni mkristo jukumu lako ni kuishi bila ambavyo yesu kristo anataka uishi ama na pili ni kwamba uishi kwa mfano wa kumtii mwenyezi mungu my final point from this passage ya kipengele cha mwisho kwa mwisho kutoka katika somo la leo verse 14 napatikana katika aya ya 14 for this reason it says awake sleeper and arise from the dead and Christ will shine on you hivyo husema amka wewe usinziae ufufuke katika wafu na Kristo atakuangazia light awakens the sleeping kumbuka kwamba nuru huamsha yule ambaye anasinzia if you are a believer At one time you were spiritually dead. Kumbuka kama kwa wakati mmoja kama kweli ulikuwa muumini kuna wakati katika nafasi ya roho ulikuwa unasinzia. You were in total darkness. Wewe ulikuwa katika giza. Unable to see spiritual light. Hatungeweza kufahamu yale ambayo yanatokana na nuru ya kiroho. And Paul reminds us that we too as Christians we were once dead in our sins and our trespasses. Na mtume Paulo anazidi kutukumbusha na kuitimiza kwamba kuna wakati mmoja katika dhambi na hali yetu ya ya kumkosea Mungu tulikuwa wafu katika dhambi. But it was God who made us to be alive together with Christ. Lakini Mungu ndiye alikuwa na uwezo wa kutuuisha na kutuweka hai pamoja na Kristo. It is God who caused us to be born again. Ni Mungu pekee yake aliyesababisha tukazaliwa mara ya pili. And now we know that there are so many around us who are still dead. Na ndio maana sasa umeweza kugundua kwamba wengi wetu kati yetu bado wako katika nafasi ya wafu dead in their sins and their trespasses katika dhambi zao na katika hali yao ya kuvunja na kukiuka Mwenyezi Mungu and if they remain that way na wakizidi kubaki katika hiyo hali they will end up in hell for all eternity wataangamia wanakukaa kuzimu milele that is the eternal destination of those who are spiritually dead hiyo ni hali na tamati ya wa wote ambao wamekufa kiroho awake naambua kwamba tuamke arise from the dead tuamke tutoke katika nafasi ya wafu these are just different ways of saying the same thing hiyo ni hali tofauti ya kusema tu maana moja tu the wicked need a new heart 
kwamba wale ambao wanatenda maovu wanastahili kuishwa the wicked need the power of god for salvation ya kwamba wanahitaji nguvu za Mwenyezi Mungu katika uokovu the wicked need to be born again wanahitaji kuzaliwa mara ya pili and they will not be so if they never hear the gospel na hawezi kubadilika kwa sababu hawajui hawafahamu hawajaisikiza injili now there are many of you that i have spoken to na wengi wenyu nimeongea nanyi who have told me before you started coming to Mercy Baptist Church you had never heard the gospel. Ya kwamba wengi tumeweza kukiri na kunena kwamba kabla tukuja katika kanisa la Mercy Baptist hatukua tumesikiza injili. You had heard things that were called the gospel. Tulikuwa tumesikiza maneno ambayo yanasema kwamba hii ni injili. But you came to realize by the word of God they were not really the gospel. Tulieza kuja kugundua na kutambua kwamba hii haikuwa injili ya kweli. And it was not until you began coming to Mercy Baptist Church that you had for the first time in your life heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. Na wengi tukakubali ni kwamba mara ya kwanza kuweza kusikiza injili ni wakati tulikuja katika Masi Baptist Church. Now if that is true of you imagine how many people are still out there who have yet to hear the gospel. Kama umesema ukweli ulinena ukweli je kumbuka wale walio nje na hawajaisikia injili ya kweli. And if they never hear the gospel there is no hope that they will ever be saved by God. Na kama hawatapata nafasi ya kusikiza injili ukweli ni kwamba wote wataangamia watapotea kwa sababu injili ndio ina uwezo. They must be told the gospel lazima waambiwe juu ya injili whether that is you telling them the gospel whether that is you inviting them over and over again until they finally give in to come to church they must hear the gospel kweli ni kwamba lazima wasikize injili kama ni kutoka kwako kwa majirani kwa njia moja au nyingine lazima wajikuje kupata nafasi ya I quoted it before I'll say it again Romans 1:16. Nilinukuu hapo awali ndanukuu tena kitabu cha Warumi sura ya kwanza aya 16. The gospel is the power of God for the salvation of those who believe. Injili ndio nguvu na uwezo kwa wale wote ambao wanaamini na kutubu. And so Paul says at the end of our passage. Na tunaona kama mtume Paulo anasema katika mwisho wa somo la leo verse 15 and 16. Therefore be careful how you walk not as unwise men but as wise making the most of your time because the days are evil Basi angalieni sana jinsi mnavyoenda si kama watu wasio na hekima bali kama watu wenye hekima Mkiukomboa wakati kwa maana zamani hizi ni za uovu As Christians we are to keep the main things the main thing Baiba kama wewe ni Mkristo mambo ya hekima ibaki mambo ya hekima. What is important? Je, ni nini cha maana? What is important in your life? Je, ni nini cha maana katika maisha yako? Is it to look for your daily bread? Je, ni kutafuta riziki yako ya kila siku? Is it to pay your school fees? Je, ni kulipa karo ya shule? What is most important? Ni nini jambo la muhimu katika maisha yako? Because the way you live your life will reveal what is most important in your heart. Bila ambavyo unajielekeza katika maisha yako itaonesha yale aliyomaya maana moyoni mwako. As a Christian we must focus on what is important to God. Kama ni Mkristo lazima utazamia yaliyo bora katika msalaba. And we are to live in a manner that is worthy of the calling that we have in Christ Jesus. Ni lazima tuishi maisha katika mienendo ambayo ni mfano wa Yesu Kristo katika kumtii. We must fight sin. 
So that we do not tarnish our Christian witness. Paul says we are to live as children of light. So that those around us living in darkness will see very clearly that there is something different about us. And we are to look for opportunity to share the gospel with those around us living in darkness. We are to make Christ known. That is what the Christian should be focused on. Through his gospel, we are to make Christ known. And by the way we live our lives according to the truth of God, we are to make Christ known. We are to live as children of light. This time I'll ask everyone to please stand.